0: Hello and welcome back to what I wished I'd known about self-publishing before I got started. I am Carly with Dragon Key Press, and today I'm going to kind of walk you through how to set up a book on Kindle Direct Publishing, or KDP. If you already have an Amazon account, you can actually link that to your KDP account. It's actually recommended you have one for business separately that you link this to because when you buy author copies of your book, it will actually put it in your Amazon cart and then you check out through there, but at the discounted rate. And it actually helps you to keep it all in one place if you do it as a business account as opposed to a regular Amazon account. But if you kind of mess up or you didn't know that beforehand, it's okay. Don't don't stress it. You can actually go ahead and print the receipts for your tax purposes later. Okay. I'm going to show you one that I've already previously set up so that you can kind of see how it goes. What it kind of looks like. Let it open. This one is, I put as a Kindle ebook, so it's going to be slightly different than what a paperback would be. And once you have these details in, and you've saved it with your ISBN number, please note there are some details you cannot change because they are specifically signed to that ISBN number, and it links them to the Boker ISBN number. Okay, for this, it gives you the option to choose your language, and it has a lot of different languages you can choose from, so just find the one that's fitting for your particular one. My book title is Tarragon, I'm doing this one as a series of three altogether, like Lord of the Rings. But if it were the individual books, I'd have like a subtitle. Um, technically, it's part of a series, but this is the series all in one. So I'm not needing to add any of the series details. But if it were like the series part one or whatever, like Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, the two towers, et cetera, then you would need to add details in there. I'm not worried about my edition number. This is technically the first edition, but I'm not going to worry about that because I don't have to. Here we need to put the author information, and as you can see, I've got that already put in. I also added myself as an illustrator. Um, There are different things you can add in there as well. Editor, forward, introduction, narrator, photographer, preface, translator. And then you're going to put your blurb, or description of your book in this section right here. As you scroll down, it's going to ask if you own the copyright and hold the necessary publishing rights for your book. So if you don't know what those are, make sure that you kind of read this so you know that basically means you created all the content or that you were, had transferred over to you the copyright to any content you are using or you have permission to use copywriting copyrighted materials. If you are doing something that's currently in the public domain where the copyright has expired, you have to make sure they know it's public domain work. Next thing you're going to do is add up to seven different keywords that will help people find your book on Amazon. So for this one, it's dragons, magic, journey, fantasy, coming of age, those kinds of things. But you can choose whatever fits your particular type of book or whatever. Here, you get to set up your categories. They only let you set up two at this process, but you do have potentially the option of asking for them to give you more on their little catalog thing by actually emailing them. But for me, technically, it fits under juvenile fiction because it's not adult fiction on this one because young adults, for some odd reason, end up in juvenile fiction in their categorizing. I don't know why. It just seems to be what they do but you can look and see the different categories and subcategories, etc. But you can only pick up two right now. And then you can actually choose what ages they go up to. I'm going to go ahead and probably just add that in because why not? Pretty sure a third grade reading level can handle it. Save and continue. You can see when it was originally released. I had it as a pre-order when I did it. Next page is our Kindle ebook content, or if it were paperback or hardcover, it would be the whatever format content page. This is where you actually will put in different things like your ISBN number. Here it has digital rights management, which is more on the ebook end, where you can enla- enable the DRM or Digital Rights Management, and it basically helps keep people from stealing your work and distributing it on those pirated sites. So I usually say, do enable it so they can't just pirate and make money off of it without me. You can actually now do upload in different formats here, EPUB, the DOCX, which is Microsoft Word, a KPF. Which is through their Kindle Creator Program, but uh, they won't support Moby, just so you know. Um, you can use the same one as your actual physical copy manuscript formatting, so I used mine there. You upload it here. Since this one is ebook, it didn't actually ask me for an ISBN, but when it is a physical copy it will ask you for your ISBN and if you are using one that you purchased you need to make sure that it is the one you have assigned to that specific book and format and then it will have a field for you to actually put in your imprint name and it will cross-check that with Boker to make sure it's legit and if it's not it will let you know, and you will have to fix it by either using a legit number or using their free ISBN, which means they're the imprint of record, and then everybody knows you're self-published, which can be problematic because, as we said, not everybody likes self-published authors because not everybody sees them as legit. Down here, we have the whole upload your manuscript. I already uploaded mine. It's usually pretty... Quick. I mean, bigger ones are going to take a little longer to upload. Same with your cover. With the ebook cover, you actually only need the actual front, but when you're doing the physical copies, you have to have one with the, the front, the back, and a spine. And I'll go over that kind of thing in a different video. Once those are successfully uploaded, it's all happy, blah, 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 etc. You can actually launch the previewer, and it will save any details you've got. It may take a minute to actually load the previewer, so you can kind of see what it'll look like on the device that people might be reading. If this were actually for your printed version, it would have a different kind of preview for you to look at. So just keep that in mind, and it'll let you just kind of jump to different details or types of devices that it might look like when reading, that kind of thing. You know, even the different orientations of what it might look like. But when you're done, just click book details, and it'll take you back to the content page but when you're doing it on the the physical copies, it will look different. It will actually show you what it would look like. And I can actually open one of those up in a minute. But down here is where they put the ISBN and for the ebook version. On the physical ones, it's actually at the top of the page. And like I said, you got to have your ISBN and the publisher, so that it is actually. Tied to, specifically to, it when you're doing the ebook, you don't actually have to put one in here on Kindle, because they will assign an ASIN, which is their version of an ebook ISBN. But it basically says, "Hey, this was published through us. This is what we use for cataloging." Blah 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 blah. Once you're done with that, save and continue. It may take a, a minute depending on how many changes you've got going on there and this is where you're going to do your book pricing. Um, you can have individual territory rights or just worldwide rights. Go ahead and kind of look and see what works for you because some areas you can only sell in certain areas depending on where you're publishing, etc. cetera. Here, I'm just going completely worldwide rights because why not? My primary marketplace here is Amazon. Which is regular, but if you're from a different country, you might want to pick a different one for that. And then with your royalty, you can actually choose between 70% or 35% on your ebooks. When it is your print books, it's pretty much a set royalty, which is basically how much you get back once they have covered the cost of printing and their take of the price. So keep that in mind. And for here, it actually will show you the different prices for that if you went on the 35 rate or the 70% rate. And this is the price that you get to manually choose and change um, from this one. it has to be between a certain price range for each different type. Um, just kind of keep that in mind. It might... Automatically kind of generate it to go with what everything else is, but I don't want to change it, so I'm going to just put it back to what it was and update as necessary through here, as you saw. But if you want to change it individually, you can do so as well. But I'm not going to, this is for all of their Amazon websites that they have. Okay, down here they give you an option on the ebook for ebook lending. It allows your customers to lend your ebook after purchasing it to their friends and family for 14 days. Um, you can say yes or no. I said, sure, why not? You can do that. But once I'd published it, I can't undo that because it's already published. And uh, just as a heads up, it can take up to 72 hours for your title to become available once you've got it set up and you've hit that print and done go button, and if you make any changes, it could take that long as well. If you haven't set up any other types, it's going to say, hey, you can set up other types, etc. But, uh, I've already got another type set up for this one, as you see I've got a bunch. Let me see if I can find one that is actually paperback to show you. This one is the first one of the Tarragon series, just to kind of show you the difference on that content. Every time you change a tab, it's going to ask you to save in case you made changes, whether you did or didn't, just so you have that as a heads up. But uh, once it's verified, see it actually verifies that you own the title assigned to the ISB and the ISB and the print, blah, 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 etc. As you can see here, we've got a different kind of screen on the paperback interior type thing where it actually kind of shows you the different types, because you have different paper types. If I'm going black and white, I prefer a cream paper inside. It's easier on the eyes. But for color, you have to have white paper. And if you are doing color, it does have options for you to put in for bleed, which is when it comes off the page or covers the whole page, spills off the page. Or no bleed and they have specific file types that you have to use if you do bleed and that would be PDF. So you could do something like InDesign or something with that. But if you don't have bleed where it does not run off page, you can just do the Microsoft Word document and it's fine. Here I've chosen my interior size, but just remember once you have chosen your size, it is set and sorted once you've hit that Publisher button. So once you've hit that publish button, you cannot change it. You'd have to make a completely and totally different one if you were gonna do a different size. So make sure you choose the size you want carefully. I prefer the five by eight, but a standard is six by nine. Five by eight is also a standard. If you looked at that particular video, you could see different sizes that are pretty standard. I have no bleed. See right here, PDF bleed only, but mine has no bleed. But we're uh, not going to worry about that. And then it gives you the option to choose your paperback cover finish. I like the glossy over the matte. The matte has a tendency to pick up fingerprints and the like a lot easier. Some people prefer matte. So you can kind of just see what works for you. And you do have the option of actually... Asking for a author copy prior to hitting the publish button so you can actually see what it looks like. Here you upload your manuscript and your cover just like in the previous except in this one. Like I said, you've got your front, your back, and the spine. So we'll go over setting up that kind of stuff later. But if you're, if you have a barcode already on your cover from something previously, you've purchased a barcode or something through Boker, you do need to check the box there so that it does not try to generate another one on top of the already existing one. And it will always put it in that area right there near the spine on the right side of the back cover. Okay, here is the real kind of difference. Here it's going to give you an actual cost per book for printing your book so for this particular book it will cost me three dollars and 72 cents per book with the black and white interior on cream paper no bleed glossy cover in that particular size and the page count which i really should have done an odd page count because that makes it cost more but that's what happened but that's how much it's going to cost them to physically create the book and that goes in when you determine what you're actually going to charge for your book but i'm going to give you a quick look at the previewer because it is different from the ebook previewer and it might take a little bit because it's it's a little slow sometimes as you can already see there is a difference it calls this quality check if there's anything that it finds that is going to be an issue it will tell you in the quality check section They'll show the cover first with those red lines that are your safety lines, so anything inside that is safe, anything outside of that might end up folded wrong or cut or anything like that, and then they have the edge line, and anything beyond that is the bleed over. So you definitely deal with bleed with your cover creation. And then you can actually start looking in your paperback what it's going to look like if, see if there's any formatting issues that are going to be a problem, especially with the paragraphs. Do they look the way you want them to look? Things like that. You can change your view from a two-page view to a thumbnail view. It sometimes takes it a minute to try and get it all worked out because, you know, that's making it think. But it will give you... smaller view so you can just kind of scroll through visually and see if there's anything there and if there is an error on the page formatting wise it should pop up on each individual page mine won't have any because I already went through and do that and once you've gone through visually checked it make sure it looks good that there aren't any things over in the quality check you need to worry about you're going to say I approve this proof because this is you looking over your proof to make sure it is exactly how you want it to appear in the book. It'll take you back to your paperback or hardcover content page. And then just the slight differences with the pricing page. You can see that here just a second. You still have the territory rights. Choose your market, where you're selling it. Here, it's actually going to show you how much it costs to print in each area, right there. Here is the royalty rate based off of the price you pick. And you have a minimum and a maximum you can charge because the minimum is what they will print it as so that they make a profit. Anything above that is the profit you make. But if you go too high on your price, people will not necessarily buy it. But it will tell you how much royalty you will get based off of the price you choose. and If you do expanded distribution, which means it actually will do it in other places besides Amazon, it takes a bigger cut. As you can see, it went from 60% to 40%. So I honestly actually... Prefer to do my expanded distribution through Ingram Spark or somewhere different, because they don't charge me that expanded distribution difference is you go from almost six bucks to three bucks, and that's that's a pretty big difference in what you got there. But again, you can manually adjust the prices here if you want to, or you can just have it all kind of calculate based off of your intended price in your market. Now, if you want to look at what it's going to look like, you can actually request a printed proof of your book prior to hitting that Publish button right down here. And you just click on it, and it will kind of go through the order screen process where you can say, yes, I want to blah, 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 how many copies to whatever address. It'll put it in your Amazon cart for like regular Amazon, not KDP. And then you purchase it through that because you have to pay the price of printing for that and then any shipping that it might incur to do that as well. And then you can also order your author copies through here as well where you can do different numbers that are of the finished approved product that they will print and send to you so you can sell them in person. I didn't really make any changes, but I'm still going to say publish my paperback just to be safe, otherwise you never know if it's going to have an error or not. But that's basically the differences between the two of those. I'll go over some of the other things later with all of this, because there's also the reporting, community, marketing, and those kinds of things, but I think that's plenty for one video. As always, if you have questions, comments, etc., feel free to drop a comment or send me a message. And I hope you learned something that will help you with the whole process. I am Carly with Dragon Key Press, and I hope to see you next time.